0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sex and Other Human Activities. I am Sarah Benancasa.
1: And I am Marcus Parks.
0: And we are here bringing you the flavor
1: <laughs> and the flow.
0: And the flow! <laughs> I'm the flavor. Marcus is the flow. Yes. Because I'm a girl and he's a boy. And uh, we talk doesn't about... doesn't make any sense. I know. It makes absolutely zero <laughs> sense. Um, we talk about sex and other human activities, uh, and, uh, funnily enough, on the show. And uh, we are sponsored by S e x c u s e m o i. S-E-X-C-U-S-E-M-O-I.com. I did it without looking up.
1: You did. I, I did. You looked, I, looked, I looked down. You looked down. I looked yeah.
0: down. <laughs> I can't possibly do it making eye contact. S-E-X cusemoi. dot com. You I almost did it, made but it, but I <laughs> hesitated. Sexcusemoi. They are a delight, and they are our sponsor. And uh, go check them out. Enter code SARA at checkout for twenty percent off your order. Go and enjoy their various dildos and handbags and the such. And um dot is where we hang out. It is where we live. I want to say a very belated thank you to those of you who donated to the Creek Starter. Oh yeah, Kickstarter campaign.
1: Yeah, we made twenty four grand.
0: Which is so sweet, you guys. So thank you so, so much. That enables us to, you know, keep this place going and to keep the, not to keep, I don't mean to keep the restaurant going. I mean like to keep what we're doing going. So keep Cape mm-hmm. Comedy Radio going and just to, you know, make the theater even prettier and better than it already is. Cause it really is a multi level comedy clubhouse. You've got, you know, you got your theater, you got your bar, you got your place where people can hang out where there's like old weird instruments like a harp, mm-hmm. you got your bathrooms. Oh. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and you got your did I say that you have the dining area
1: I think it was implied implied yes and
0: then you've got your podcast studio which is our podcast studio which is Marcus's podcast studio it's our built. podcast studio it's quite glorious yes
1: it's it's nice I got guns and a bloody cowboy hat and I an oversized do. pocket knife
0: oh it's so good oh and there's and my is my um my weird sex belt back there somewhere yes it is sweet just in case <laughs> I ever need an accessory good to know
1: well it's ha- it's a black belt hanging on a, a black wall. I
0: wonder if it would go with my outfit today. Do you think that that belt is just so ugly that it won't go with anything?
1: It's kind of – it looks like you're getting – you're about to lift weights or possibly move a piano.
0: That's true. But it does cinch my waist and show off my curves. Oh, life is so hard. (laughs) So earlier today, there was a crisis in and around my vagina. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Which Marcus was a part of.
1: I was privy to this. He was privy
0: to vagina. I – had to go to the gynecologist today. I was nervous about it. In being nervous about it, I think that I summoned, spirited into being somehow, uh, magicked into being a, an infection. Mm-hmm. I decided that I had a yeast infection and AIDS. Yeah. But decided primarily I had a yeast infection, AIDS, HPV, uh, and let's see. What are, let's go through the ones. Let's go through all the fun things I could have had. Okay. Okay. And let's uh,
1: let's start with the basics: chlamydia and gonorrhea.
0: Now, can the cl- chlamydia is the clap? Uh huh. Gonorrhea is just gonorrhea.
1: Well, I think they're both known as the clap.
0: Now, are both of them? We are not medical doctors. No. Are both of them treatable conditions? Yes. That can be cured.
1: They can both be treated with antibiotics. However, uh, much like many. Um, I guess diseases that we've been treating with antibiotics throughout the years are becoming increasingly resistant to them. Oh, I hate it. So it is possible that in the future, gonorrhea and chlamydia could be much more serious than they are these days.
0: Super strains.
1: Super strains, would all.
0: It's kind of weird because we would go full circle back to like how they were in medieval times where Mm -hmm. they could kill you. Yep. Um, and I suppose they still could, but like, you really have to have them for a long ass time.
1: Yeah. You really have to stick your head in the sand for quite a while on that one.
0: So you got your gonorrhea, you got your Mm -hmm. chlamydia. Then of course you got the high five. You got (laughs) HIV, a a user friendly term, Uh huh. not curable.
1: No, but highly, highly, highly treatable, highly manageable. Uh, and I really do believe, uh, we're getting close to a cure. I mean, from the research that I've done, I, I think the future is very hopeful for uh, AIDS research right now.
0: We have a black president. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton is the Secretary of State. Yep, I believe anything can happen.
1: We have a gay Vice President.
0: Do we? You think Joe Biden's gay? Why not? Oh, he's, he's America's grandpa. He's America's <laughs> beloved drunk grandpa, Joe Biden. Come on,
1: every but hey, come on. We can have drunk gra- or we can have gay grandpa.
0: That's true. And we can have drunk gay grandpa. God, I wish he were gay. But he's always like, my wife, Jill, she's so gorgeous. And I feel like he means it. Overcompensating much. No, I refuse to believe that he's gay. He is my gay, not gay grandpa. Oh, now you have me saying it. Um,
1: I don't know why, but I think that there's just putting a gay in front of like different, like strange, like gay baby is funny.
0: Gay comptroller.
1: Gay, (laughs) Gay dad is funny. Gay dad is funny. Yeah. Gay conductor. Yeah, oh. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you just kind of put – because it kind of puts a little bit of a, an image in your mind. Yeah, a yeah. disturbing image. Yeah, I think gay dad is probably the funniest. <laughs>
0: gay dad is – my gay dad <laughs> is hilarious. I want to write a series called My Gay Dad. <laughs> so, uh, so we got – we went through chlamydia, gonorrhea, mm-hmm. HIV, HPV, human papillomavirus. This I found to be interesting. Okay. I went – which is human papillomavirus is the uh, the virus that causes genital warts. Mm-mm and there are different strains of it so i think you can have you know i think actually okay human papilloma virus is doesn't just cause genital warts i think there are different strains that cause warts in different places so like yeah. if you've had a wart you have hpv in your body in some way is my understanding i may be wrong there are certain strains that are only communicable sexually, I guess. And there are certain strains that are are high risk. Mm-hmm. So those would be the ones that the HPV vaccine guards against, the ones that can increase a lady's chance of cervical cancer mm-hmm. down the line. And I believe those are the ones that cause abnormal pap smears. Now, take everything I'm saying with a giant grain of salt and go look at the Mayo Clinic <laughs> online or go look at the National Institutes of Health for real information. This is just me attempting to understand So HPV, uh, I rolled in – when I went to my gynecologist today, I asked her. I was like, so can I get tested for HPV? And she was like, we don't test for that. And I was like, why not? And she's like, we just assume everybody has it. (laughs) She's like, and your immune system may or may not have taken care of it. And I was like, what? I mean, She's like, yeah, if you have genital warts, I mean, that's an issue. But if you don't, like, I wouldn't worry about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? But I worry about everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's generally accepted among the medical community these days that the vast majority of our generation has HPV.
0: She says they say that um, all – they just assume that all males have it mm-hmm. and that you, – you I guess you can't – test for it unless it presents in the form of of some kind of a flare-up i guess you can't you like she said there's no blood test for it it's not a piss test you Mm -hmm. can't get it through cultures so it's just it just happens
1: yeah i had a big scare with it uh last time i got tested Cause I had a little thing on my dick, mm-hmm. and I'm like I was just like, oh god, what? What is that? What is this thing? It was mm-hmm. uh, like kind of a, like it was, I guess like a fold of skin or something like that. Uh, Tell but-
0: me more. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't
1: stop. It was right below the bell.
0: Elsa. <laughs> was it just a clogged pore of some kind?
1: It's something like that. Like uh, it wasn't HPV. Like I went to the doctor. Like I went and got tested by this very brusque eastern european woman possibly in her Mm mid-60s uh and you know if if any guy out there if you've ever gotten a test at like a free clinic or planned parenthood or something like that they are not uh gentle with you uh they want to get you in and out because man you got to wait like three hours to go through that whole fucking thing Mm -hmm. uh but the woman like kind of like you stand up a little like on kind of a little stool. You stand up above her where your crotch is just about at eye level with oh, her. Oh, wow. And she puts on the gloves. Oh, boy. And, and I was like, hey, listen, I've, I've got this thing on my dick. I'm like, what what is it? Like, is that like is that HPV? She like grabs my dick like by like kind of pinches the head ah! and like lifts it up and looks underneath. She goes, oh, no, no, it's nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, are, are you sure? She's like yes, like kind of annoyed at that like, I would yes, that you I would ask questions. Like yes, of course I'm sure. Look at it, <laughs> look at it. It's not HPV. Look at it. I'm like okay, like, fine. Thank you, thank you. He's like oh, yeah, also you do not have hepatitis.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> you were like thank you, thank you. <laughs> I once had a man who was just ah. Uh, I mean, must have really loved me because I – we were in a long-term relationship and I said, you know, let's go get tested for different things. And at this particular health clinic that we – that he went to – He got – it was a county health clinic in North Carolina and he got tested for something or other. I don't know what it was and they took a Q-tip and swabbed the Mm -hmm. the inside of his dick.
1: Have have had that done twice.
0: Does it feel awful?
1: It is among the worst pains I've ever felt in my life.
0: Yeah, because I had a catheter one time that was – Put in that was like collapsed. Put in my urethra and fed up into my bladder, yeah. and then inflated. Now that was extraordinarily painful, and even a fraction of that pain would have been awful. And I imagine this is like a fraction of that pain, therefore still awful.
1: Yeah, 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 still pretty bad. Is that yeah, the first time? Like uh, the first time I was tested. Uh, okay, well the first time I got the clap, I uh, was. That the- <laughs> I think I was like I was like nineteen or something like that, somewhere around there, nineteen twenty, college. Uh, and so I'm like, hey, it, it it burns when I pee. Like, what do I what do I do? And I figure I'm just gonna pee in a cup, and they're gonna let me know and all that. I'm like, nope. He's like, okay, t- uh, take down your your pants. Let's take a look at it. I'm like, oh, all right. I don't really know where this is going. And <laughs> oh, I
0: do. And Sarah, your friend in the future, knows, and she's excited. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, this woman pulls out a Q-tip. Oh, boy. And she's like, okay, uh, we're just going to – except, okay, I have to put on the accent for it. We're just going to take this thing. We're just going to stick it up your, your urethra, and we're just going to wiggle it around a little bit because we got to get a culture uh, to make sure because we don't want to make no mistakes. You know, so – just brace yourself. And she grabbed it once again, much like the brusque Eastern European woman, mm-hmm. grabbed it and just like slowly put the thing up there. And, I'm, and I just go, like,
0: Ha! Ah, ah, it hurts so bad. Ah, yeah, ah.
1: And then she's like, All right, ready and done.
0: Oh my here's God. And here's some
1: antibiotics. Did you almost throw up? I didn't almost. I've never thrown up from pain or anything like that. But it does sting for like the next few days.
0: I had this thing – yeah, I had to – they told me to – Second time
1: wasn't as bad because I expected it.
0: You were like, oh, I'm ready. With this thing, I was 16. They were trying to check to see if I had something called urinary reflux, which is when um, your urine, uh, instead of like getting purified by your kidneys and then chilling out in your bladder and then coming out, you know, the hole, um, going through the – you know, down the urethra and out into the world, um, it – kind of bounces back up basically there's like a flap that's supposed to send things in one direction and Mm. if the little flap is busted then you know the it's sort of like your brita purifier um, get like not working you get some of the dirty water back up in the filter and it just keeps going and it's a whole situation so uh it's urinary reflux and so they collapsed this catheter and they fed it through my urethra which let me tell you feels amazing and um it was the worst pain i've ever experienced which i'm i'm lucky um i'm lucky that that's the worst pain i've ever experienced i'm sure there's much worse pain like giving birth or like being murdered but this was pretty bad. And then they inflated it. And oh, P.S. It had a tiny camera at the end of it. I forgot that part. Had a tiny camera at the end of it, feeding it through my urethra, not my vagina, which is where babies go. My urethra. Now And dicks. Uh, and dicks. I've, oh, yeah, sure. And dicks. And fingers yeah. and uh, <laughs> tongues and plastic objects and plastic of plastic my shoes. Plastic
1: objects, bottles. Oh, wow. Vegetables of okay. various kinds. Never done that. Uh,
0: a lot can go in there. I mean, I've there. seen
1: a, a lot of like, cue balls.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Like
1: ball, billiard balls. Right. Uh, uh, I've seen those. I bet uh, you have.
0: Enti- <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ping pong balls.
0: Well, naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, people, I remember when it first happened, I was describing it to a guy. And he, Beards. He was like, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> he was like, um, but... That's where there are things it's made so that things will go in there on girls. And I was like, you don't know what a urethra is, do you? I it's the same. I was like, pretend that it's your dick hole and that someone's shoving something in there. And he was like, ah, and I was like, yeah, I'm 16. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the worst. So then they inflated it and they pumped some dye in from the outside and took pictures of where the dye went to show, like, if I indeed had this reflux thing. I was and I was laying down on a table covered in some sort of heavy like thing because there was a lot of x-ray action happening and i was just like can you get my mom and they went and got my mom and i was like thank you and then once they had filled it up enough they were like tell us when you feel full and i was like i feel full right now and they were like sarah we've only filled up part of your bladder and i was like i am in a lot of pain and this is not working for me i don't care if i have reflux
1: and by the way uh if you're masturbating right now stop it
0: stop it (laughs) stop It. (laughs) The entire round table of gentlemen is listening right now, just (laughs) gently jerking it into into each other's mouths. Uh, Oh, not uh, okay. Not okay. That goes double for for you, Jackie Zabrowski. (laughs) Not okay. So um, then they re the tube, pulled it out, and had me just piss this medical bed that i was on they were like just pee there's a bunch of a bunch of pads underneath you just piss yourself and i was like and that was hard too and then that burned like the devil yeah and after that they were like listen um try for the next couple days when you need to pee try sitting in warm water it'll make it better and it made it marginally better okay so that was fun anyway nothing like that happened today when i went to the gynecologist i had never been to this place before And I, it's like a center for healing. And I was like, Mm. okay. And I stepped off of the elevator in a fairly typical tall Manhattan office building, like you might see on perhaps Mad Men or something, one of those real kind of classy buildings. And I, I stepped off the elevator and into a vast wonderland. There was bamboo lining the walls oh. and a sign that had the name of the center. And then the hall had curvy walls, not unlike a woman's body, already preparing me for what I was about to experience within. Mm-hmm. And this so kind of I...
1: reminds me of the place where I go and get nude massages.
0: Oh, Jesus. Do you get the rub and tug? No. Good. Ugh, I, I to get
1: a... naked and have a middle-aged Chinese woman rub me up.
0: I was having a big debate about the rub and tug the other day, which we'll need to talk about also. (laughs) So because I was on one side of the issue and the other person was on the other side and I was like. This isn't going to work. Uh, our friendship is over. Thank so you. anyway, the curvaceous walls of the center and I walk in and and then there's like more bamboo and the bamboo forms a beautiful curved desk. And everywhere I look, there are like the walls are curved and there's a lot of light coming in. But the lighting is also – there's dim lighting in the reception area and then you walk into the – the area where you get to sit and it's like beautiful bright lights and all different kinds of beautiful chairs and tables that you can sit at, wonderful couches and upholstered things. And then Not only that, they've got a library where if you want to, you can go over to their library, which is right there, and you can take out books about Zen meditation and healing and stress relief and herbal therapies and their candles burning lightly, like lightly scented candles. It was like being inside the prettiest vagina. (laughs) It was glorious. I was like, this is the Cadillac of – gynecology sweets
1: whenever you said a, a library i was expecting it to be full of like camille paglia and ezra yeah. pound a couple of sylvia plath novels <laughs> there's
0: some like bell hooks there it's like <laughs> fucking poetry audrey lord there's like my naked body swaddled in, in lady juice uh, fight the power all in like little letters um no but there probably was some poetry there i just didn't I'm see sure. it yeah. It was – I was like, what is happening in this magical wonderland? And the women who worked there were, like, your basic New York City attendance at a doctor's office, probably going to speak at least two languages. Mm-hmm. Um, they need You need to if you're going to work in the city. Probably – Going to be black or Latina or Eastern European and not into your bullshit. No. Like, just not going to take your shit.
1: No nonsense. I love them.
0: No nonsense. They do not fuck around. You have one chance to get things right. And if you fuck it up, they will give you a look that says bitch you stupid (laughs) but because this was this like hippie place they had taken it down a notch
1: Ah, yes i see
0: and so they had just they weren't like hello welcome to the sweetness center of love and healing they were just like instead of being like name id they were like who are you here to see name ID, and I was like, this is the nicest place I've ever been in my like my friends from the South would have come out crying like, who are these monsters? I was like, these are the friendliest fucking people I've ever met in New York City. Aww. Jesus Christmas. And uh, and so I you know I did my thing and I go and I sit down and this there's all this light pouring in through the windows and people just sitting there waiting and I see this one person walk by who's this like this this blogger chick who I don't know her personally but like she's she's kind of a big deal and I'm like that kind of a big deal girl goes here awesome okay. and then that this like adorable nurse comes out and is like. Is like, Sarah? And I'm like, yes. And I go back. She's really cool. She's like, hi, I'm Nikki. It's nice to meet you. I'm the nurse. We'll be taking care of you before your appointment. Shakes my hand. Super friendly. Explains Mm. to me why she's weighing me, why she's doing everything. I've got sweet blood pressure. It was like 110 over 60. Or maybe it was 60 over 110. I don't know. Whichever one of those is good. All right. And then it, the doctor comes in, and she is Southern and delightful. She trained with Dr. Andrew Weil. Who's that guy with the big beard?
1: There's a lot of guys with big beard.
0: OK. Well, he's not a hipster. He's a famous doctor and he's a millionaire. And um, so – and he writes self-help books and stuff. And so she's talks to me first, which is not a thing that always happens with your gyno. Sometimes they just roll right in and get up in your shit. Talks to me first. Gets to know me a little bit. We chat. I say what's doing. Uh, and then it comes time, of course, for me to change. I change. And then it's time for the big show. Which is when they take – I'm going to show you a picture of the things that – you know what they look like, right? The speculums? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look like giant – it's like weird duck lips. Oh, I know
1: what they look
0: like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there she gets the speculum and I'm like, okay, all right, okay, here we go. And I'm trying to breathe. She's talking to me. The woman has just felt up my boobs. Mm. So, you know, for medicine, I think, I'm told. and. Then it didn't hurt at all. Like I was really worried. She was like, you might feel a little pressure. And I was like, you're right. This is going to hurt. It didn't hurt at all. I just kept going, "Ah, remember, this is good for you. You can do this. Big things have gone in there. (laughs) You're made so that big things can come out. And it didn't hurt. And she I swear she must have only opened it like a little bit or just she didn't like crank me wide open or maybe she did. And it was just very comfortable. But I was so chilled out by the whole experience of the place mm-hmm. that I wasn't so tense. And so she could just get up in there and do uh-huh. her thing. It was the best gynecology, And I've had a few good ones, but this was the best gynecology experience I've ever had. Wonderful! It was delightful, and turns out I don't have an infection. Hey. I mean, not one that you can just see.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, God, I, Jesus Christ! I got
0: tested. <laughs> I got. She did the culture swab, and she did the like the. You know, she did the. The I went and got three vials of blood drawn, and like all kinds of stuff. Got my band aid. I right see. It's yeah, yeah sweet. I just
1: now noticed that. It's
0: because of the heroin, but um. <laughs> So I didn't. I thought I had some vaginitis or uh, or vaginosis or something, whatever it's called, or, or like vaginitosis, you know, vaginitosis or yeast beast. But I didn't have it. I was like, "Do I have a yeast infection?" She was like, "No," and I was like, "But I was scared and decided that I had one." <laughs> Why are you telling me that I don't actually have one? She was like, "Because you don't," and I was like. All right. Okay. So I might have some kind of disease, but it's not the one that I thought. And you don't hopefully, have any it's not. Any, oh my god! I hope I don't. You
1: don't have any disease. <gasps> that is really involved what they got to do with those vaginas with that, like i said man they just fucking with us they just slap it around a little bit and say you're good to go
0: oh no they get up in there with the with the thing with the swab and they take a, they have to take you know separate swabs so they can do separate tests and then this is a fun they look at your cervix to make sure it's in the right position she looked at my uterus told me it was in the right it was exactly the right size which I was pretty excited about, showed me on a doll <laughs> the size it was supposed to be. I was like, fuck yeah. And then they, what they do after they crank you open is they finger bang you. <laughs> so they get in there with the gloves on and they have to feel like they go inside the lady and they feel up and then they press down on your belly and they press up in your vagina to feel if, if everything's in the right position uh-huh. and if there's any other stuff. I mean, it is involved.
1: Is, it a, is that arousing whenever they do that? No. No,
0: (laughs) no. This time it was this was the first time in a while. I can remember not it not being painful. Mm -hmm. Um, She did not do the ass check, which Mm -hmm. some gynos do. They'll do your they'll do your badge. Get out of there. Switch the gloves. Go up in the butt. Check that shit out, too. Uh Um, But she did not do that. So I was like, that's fine. Yeah, Like, I might have colorectal cancer that she didn't detect, <laughs> but at least I didn't have five seconds of awkwardness.
1: <laughs> I need to get my prostate checked.
0: Are you old enough to do that? you I think gotta once to be you hit, like 50 or something. Think once
1: you hit like 29, I need to, because no. my, my, my grandfather had like prostate cancer. Oh, did
0: he have it young? How old was he?
1: Oh, he was old.
0: Well, I feel like you probably don't have to worry. But listen, if you want – if you, I am all for you doing anything to promote your own health. So if it means getting fingered in the butthole, fine. Let I me mean, just ask Nikki to do it. Yeah, just be like, Nikki, how do you f- feel this? And she'll be like, <laughs> All Are right. you serious?
1: Yes, of <laughs> course. You want me to live, don't you, baby? Come on. Marcus. This is for, this is for
0: us. It's for you, you perv. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> Actually, yeah, she probably would react that way. Yeah. You fucking pervert. I'm like, how, oh.
0: how many guys let, like, uh, not how many dudes, but I mean, what do you, would you say if, uh, what's the ratio of dudes who like it a little finger in the butt to dudes who don't?
1: I think a lot of guys. I know I do. Mm-hmm. Like I dig. I mean, it's a very sensitive. It's an erogenous zone. Mm-hmm. Very sensitive area.
0: How many fingers in the butt?
1: Uh, usually just one. I used to have a butt plug, but yeah, that thing I, I had to throw it away. It's just I think the life of a butt plug is about a year and a half. When did years. you have it? I threw it away like a year ago, I think, maybe less. I, I feel I like I less.
0: saw a butt plug in your room.
1: You did. Did I? I still had it at that time. Yes, and oh. I was not ashamed. I've learned a little bit of uh modesty lately.
0: Was it on? No my sex goal? toys
1: just lying all over the house. Yeah,
0: that's I used to have them decorating in my house yeah, too. Yeah, I was yeah. Like nope. here they are. Yeah,
1: like the lube and the porn kind of put tucked away a little bit.
0: You're growing up.
1: Uh, trying to at least.
0: Where was the butt plug?
1: Uh, probably just sitting right on my uh my uh boudoir.
0: Yeah, or I yeah. I guess
1: my nightstand. Yeah. I was probably this is just one of right those on moments nightstand.
0: where I'm having a flashback to Nam and I'm just like, <laughs> but not the opposite of Nam. Like if <laughs> Vietnam were really fun. Yeah.
1: And it was a purplish pink.
0: I just and, remember uh, you having a butt plug and me knowing that you had a butt plug. And mm-hmm. I think like having seen it in the, vic- and I'm picturing it in the vicinity of like your room.
1: Mm-hmm. It would be <sighs> up to the left side of the bed.
0: This is like in the dead zone when <laughs> the dude touches somebody and all of a sudden like, that is like sucked into their world and can see what's happening. Every once in a while, Marcus will say something and I'll go on, I'll take a little trip in my mind, (laughs) go on a little journey and go, butt plug, all right. I I used to have one, a glass butt plug. I never, I mean, not to use, I used it as decoration because I don't Ah. like things in my butt. Um, um... But I, it was really pretty. It was blown glass and like very, you know, artisanal butt plug. So I was like, well, I'll put this out as decoration.
1: See, now that is uh, one of, god's cruelest jokes is that he decided to put our g-spot in our ass
0: yeah That's, that is pretty funny that yeah. he did that.
1: but on the other hand where else would he put it
0: he could put it in your balls wouldn't that be nice because your balls are so sensitive they just like they hurt when they get punched wouldn't it be great if they felt great when they got punched
1: mm, that would be nice
0: if every time you got punched in the nuts it was awesome <laughs>
1: Oh, well, that'd just be guys punching themselves in the balls all day. We'd
0: never leave the house. That's true. And the the balls would inevitably suffer and die, and then yeah. we wouldn't have any more people.
1: Exactly. Evolution would not have allowed it.
0: Understood. <laughs> well, gosh. um, I don't know. Are we done, or do we have more to talk about? You know what? I think, I think that's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. How long has it been? About
1: half an hour. Oh, yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. I mean, ah. you people have earned a half hour. I don't know if you've <laughs> earned an hour-long episode. I don't know if you've earned it this time. You know why I don't know if you've earned it this time? Because we have not gotten as many emails this past week as we usually do. And I would really like to get some. Sarah at com. S-A-R-A at S-A-R-A-B-E-N-I-N-C-A-S-A dot com. Or...
1: CaveComedyRadio at gmail.com.
0: CaveComedyRadio at gmail.com. You need to email us and you need to ask your sex questions, your love questions, uh, or just comment on the show. Teach us more about HPV, why don't (laughs) you? Or something. (laughs) I mean, whatever floats your boat. Oh, I remember one more thing I wanted to talk about. What's that? I think I need to start doing stand-up again to... to have a social life because now that I'm working from home I don't have the office social life mm-hmm. so I think I need to start doing stand-up in order to see human beings
1: I knew you were going to say that really yeah really I saw it in your eyes today out in the porch really mm-hmm.
0: I was just what, you saw it like the crazy in my eyes or just the desire for companionship
1: Oh no, just whatever. I just like kinda looked at we were talking on the back porch and I was just like, "Ah, eh, but she's gonna start doing stand up again soon.
0: You're psychic. <laughs> you know me so well.
1: Just with I'm only I'm only psychic with you and my girlfriends. Yay!
0: Yay god. And if we could be if me and Akita could be psychic about each other and she I think is probably psychic about you.
1: Oh god, yes, yeah. I yeah, don't think knows. I'm
0: psychic about you. I think I can sense when there's a disturbance in the force, but yeah. not like I, I don't get specific, but, like, you can pick up on specific shit.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. All yeah, right. I, I got
0: to work on completing this triangle. I am the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> so email Sarah at com or CaveComedyRadio at gmail.com. Yep. Check out Twitter.com slash Marcus Parks and Twitter.com slash Sarah J. BeninCasa. We love you. Take care of yourselves. Wrap it up. Masturbate often in the privacy of your own home. Uh, and uh, have a good week.
1: Bye-bye.